Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Philip Lawrence Sherrod is our subject and our guest today, and he's part of a continuing series. On, on his life, on his career, on his art, on his uh, poetry. He's a composer. He's a Renaissance man. He's uh, also the author of a soon, soon-to-be-released soon book, and we'll let you know as that gets uh, uh, gets a little closer. It's in his own words. Uh, Frank McKay here with Philip Lawrence Sherrod. Philip, welcome. Hello, Frank. Hello. In, in our last session, uh, we, we were kind of talking about where the world is gone and and you know it's taken a violent um uh, turn and it's uh, it, it's very disturbing you know i guess in the in the 60s you know there were uh, the protest and you know hope, you know a lot of people uh attempted the the peaceful protest and they um were protesting uh, the vietnam war and you had a lot of students getting involved with that you're 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 an uh, educator yourself and i i don't know where you were at uh, at that time, and you know, you were in New York. I know that, but um, it, it's it does it feel like that? I mean, that was different, you know, and, and it was a different era of uh, flower children and peace loving uh, understanding. Um, I'm not sure that that this resembles that, but this uh, this time period uh, is is a feeling of upheaval. Uh, do you see any parallels between the uh, the '60s and where we are now? Well, Frank, uh, in the 60s, 67, 68, and 69, I did uh, some large uh, indoor 16-foot horizontal pieces that were 72 inches high, and I objected to the Vietnam War. I objected to the Korean before and uh, I, I, I objected to all violence that, uh, to me, would lead to greater repercussions of violence. Uh, nobody uh, was doing anything uh, of that sort, but uh, I, I saw it all coming in the escalation of even the traffic in the street, the honking of horns, the impatience of people uh, uh, almost w- without reason. I mean, why should you honk uh, from one stoplight to another when you know in front of you is another stoplight? Uh, why shouldn't you be courteous? Why create, uh, should I say, just a sense of noise with without action uh, that escalated the people into greater concerns of where they weren't uh, uh, really where they weren't when they were. It's it's like a, a denouncing of truth itself or a form of truth. Uh, uh, in the 60s, uh, I was painting all outside and so forth. I did... Uh, uh, I did several large pieces objecting to 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 the wars, and uh, uh, I even had uh, Channel Four came over here, 
and uh, asked me about the large pieces and came into my studio and and I explained to him about uh, maybe uh, 45 minutes uh, on one of the large pieces, the Antichrist e uh, uh, eats the porch foot, which symbolically and metaphorically was uh, destruction, uh, primeval, uh, uh, with the subconscious uh, statements trying to be put on the canvas. Well, uh, they were going to put it on the 5 o'clock news, and uh, they gave me a minute and a half on real time uh, on TV at the 5 o'clock news. So, so if you get that far in saying you're going to do something and then you do something completely like censorship, uh, that's evading, uh, that's telling a lie, that's, that's not telling the truth. Uh, to the artists themselves. So if you can get that far off base, uh, if you can, uh, we can say maybe lose your voice, lose your lose your moral face, then um, maybe something is wrong. Uh, I, I don't know how to explain to the world that... Um, all of the things I tell them are true, and uh, and that's the way it is. Uh, you don't have to like a president of the United States or the delivery, uh, if it's brusque. Uh, but I don't think that one man is to be uh, is to be uh, jeopardized or to be uh, blamed. Well, blamed or acquitted, even by a personal action. Uh, that's the way other presidents have been also, but nobody quotes them. So I, I don't know what to uh, say publicly to the world other than it's about time that some people with that are level-headed and that are morally concerned about people in their lives, uh, that they come in and, and sober some people up. It's, it's, it's not enough to dislike someone. It doesn't mean you go shoot them or stab them in the head with an ice pick like Lenin down in Mexico. It's, uh, it's just wrong. Uh, and where is the personal moral check on oneself? So it all starts with the self. Uh, every self, if they take on the responsibility of being a self, uh, they won't hurt anyone. They will try to get along. They, they can discuss and go on and so forth, but not stopping traffic, not uh, – it's just wrong. Yeah. No, again, the voice you're hearing is Philip Lawrence Sherrod, Frank McKay here with Philip Lawrence Shrud. Well, let me ask you this, and, and you know, maybe it's a little random, but uh, do you have a favorite period of time that you lived in? And, and, you know, maybe it's because of personal experience or maybe it was because of how the world was. Uh, I mean, the 50s, the 60s, 70s, uh, today. Uh, what, what is, if you if you had to p uh, pick a time period that uh, that just felt 
the best for you? Uh, what was it and, and why? Well, uh, again, I will say when my mother gave birth to me to this earth, uh, that was a joy. That was a joy to me to get to come out and see the world. And being a composer, a painter, and uh, and, a, and a poet, uh, it's uh, the joy of living. Uh, they, they on the news. They always quote the bad. They always quote the distorted, the maimed. Uh, they don't quote how joyous it is to look into the head of a rose. When I was in Rome, um, they have these jumbo roses, these huge uh, la bombas, uh, which, uh, and, and the scent maybe isn't as strong as some smaller roses, but the joy of being alive, the joy of looking, the joy of receiving uh, ideas, uh I would say being alive every minute of my life and exploring as much as I was allowed to explore without uh, writing graffiti on a public wall. I mean, I was brought up among people that uh, that felt it was wrong to deface public property. If you honor that rule, uh, in a way, although I love the the trains in New York and Chicago that were graffitiized uh, because of their color and the action it gives them as a form, uh, it's uh, it's again a no-no of uh, of destroying property. Uh, so there have to be lines drawn uh, by the people themselves realizing that they don't have certain rights, that they, that they owe the world uh, the right to be right, to be all right, and, and not, not destructive in any form. Uh, I once, in baseball, ran through a fence in Lawton, Oklahoma, uh, because I didn't acknowledge that it was there. I was after this long fly ball, and uh, I got knocked out, or I knocked myself out. Uh, and after about a couple of seconds, I got up, and I thought, how silly of me to not honor the wall, because it's a real object. Uh, and, of course, everyone will say, well, everybody knows that. But they might know it, but they don't follow it in rule of, of survival. They don't follow it in rule of response to beauty. Uh, I mean, there are things that are just so beautiful that I'm in awe, uh, whether it be a poem, whether it be a woman, uh, whether it be a man, whether it be a thought. Uh, I implored consistently by life itself. Yeah, I mean, I echo that. I, I agree with everything you just said there. Um, I, I, I love life. I, I think uh, the media only focuses on the negativity. Frank McKay here with Philip Lawrence Sherrod. Uh, I heard a, a 
uh, you know, line once, and it was from my favorite historian, a guy U named Eugene Weber. Uh, he taught at UCLA, and he did a series, uh, uh, The Western Tradition. It's a 64-part series, or 54-part series, I think, and uh, in, it was uh, put out by the Annenberg Group, and it was a PBS special, but it was uh, it was really well done. And, and he said that uh, that that the, when when a man loves a woman or a woman loves her children, it's not news. It's only news when uh, when they they beat each other or kill each other. And mm. you know that was uh, you know from from day one of writing news. I mean, and and now it's the it's the same thing. If it bleeds, it leads, and they're not uh, necessarily concerned with with making society better. They're they're exposing. Uh, for the for readership or you know in, in nowadays with with readership being what it is um, viewership uh, they they want to expose the the horrors and and they have to I'm not saying they they shouldn't but uh, it's all negative it's all do you watch the news Philip yeah yeah well I I watch I watch and listen to everything why because I'm interested to see why and what I think of where to for things are evolving the way they are i mean frank i i can't accept uh, the negative postings uh i mean there are many things to talk about uh and as you say it's uh the the negative things uh are not everything and they play on it because it's like it's like halloween halloween uh they keep trying to make places that are beautiful. They only talk about them in the scary notes of death, the skeleton, and uh, if you're not frightened, it's not good. Well, that's just, that's adolescent stupidity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, give, give us all a break. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I, you know, I'm also not Pollyanna. I don't believe that everything should be uh, positive in the news and I mean I've owned three nightclubs and I've been to you know about 40 countries all 50 states six continents I you know I, I get it I mean there's horrors in this in this world and there's terrible things in this uh, in this world uh, but because of of today's media and social media uh, it's it's real easy to to get yourself depressed and think that there's nothing else in this uh, in, in this world other than big, bad, ugly ugliness, and it, it could really uh, it, it could really come into it. Uh, you, you're a a longtime New York City resident. Um, I, you know you, you you can't escape the fact that there's uh, there's murders and there's uh, there's rapes and there's uh, you know horrendous uh, treatment of of people by other people, and uh, you see mm -hmm. the downtrodden and you see. Uh, all of those folks, uh, is it is it difficult to be uh, positive in a negative world? Well, uh, here's a good example. I've always uh, Paul Harvey, the past Paul Harvey, uh, I I admired because he tried to give in a way a total base of events without just playing on the negative. Uh, they might have he might have a sentence here or there of the negative, but he tried to cover without playing on the negative. It's it's like a guy when I after I came to New York City in 1959 of December, 
I, I found a guy on the street. Uh, he had uh, evidently he was he smelled of alcohol. Uh, he, there was a little blood around his nose and around the country where he had fallen. Uh, I gently rolled him over after looking at him a few seconds, and I said to him, I said, do you want me to get you an ambulance? And he said, no, just let me die. Just don't touch me and let me die. Well, he had reached, I guess, a saturation point of negativity that he couldn't overcome. And uh, as I walked away, uh, someone else uh, had called an ambulance, and they carted him away to the hospital for a little repair, maybe. But um, Paul Harvey, uh, I felt, told the story without playing on it in the negative. And uh, that's, that's a commendable reporting that the the uh, the news people today you don't have to just spit out the gore or the blood you you you, you can weave your way around it and uh, and have some human concern the world has gone numbed by i i might say it's fear uh, of survival they are hysterical I mean, it's it's back to Italy. Uh, chaos uh, was defined uh, as out of control, uh, and uh, when you get to the, it's it's like king and queen in the old days. King and queen, uh, the idea, and I'm not advocating that we go back to rural uh, rulers, but I am saying that uh, there are things you tell the populace, there are things you don't. Why? Because some of them, being fools, will repeat it. That's interesting. I, I always, uh, I, I, maybe I'm misremembering this, but I thought of Paul Harvey as being born in Oklahoma. Well, uh, maybe that's why I like him. I, I, I'm not sure about his birthplace. I never looked I'm it looking, up. I'm but now. I did listen daily to the news. Even as a child, uh, uh, he was I, born I, in Tulsa. I'm just looking now. That's uh, I remember that. Uh, but he was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is interesting. Well, that explains why he espoused, in a way, a concern uh, in what he told the, the populace. Yeah, uh, Tulsa, Tulsa, uh, in in his time was one of the leading cities, a uh, small city. Uh, but it was more cultured even than Oklahoma City. Uh, uh, so so he had a sense of having read others. And that's what I'm saying. If you read others and you see that, uh, <laughs> and I will even go to Jesus on the cross, uh, if you find out the Romans uh, in Rome do as Romans do, you certainly don't act like a Tulson in, in Rome. Right. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, Frank McKay here, uh, uh, wrapping up with Philip Lawrence Sherrod, uh, at least for today, um, a, a book uh, forthcoming, and, and we'll let you know as we get closer to, uh, to release of that in his own words, in his own voice. 
uh, Frank McKay here. Proud to be part of that. Philip Lawrence Sherrod is our very special guest, encouraging everyone to, to binge listen to everything that we've been doing. Uh, the great artist and poet and composer, um, musician, man of science and, uh, you know, ball player, athlete and, and philosopher. And a master teacher. And a master teacher, without question. Uh, he, he's a Renaissance man, and he is, uh, uh, he, he is uh, not, he is one of, of few left, and they're not making any more of him. We encourage everyone, once again, to binge listen to everything we're doing. Philip Lawrence Sherrod, thank you very much for being here. Okay, Frank. Philip Lawrence Sherrod, everyone, has been our very special guest. We encourage everyone, once again, to listen to everything that we're doing. It doesn't have to be in any particular order, uh, but get the book when it's ready, and it'll, uh, it'll shed a lot of light on a lot of subjects. Philip Lawrence Sherrod has been our subject today as many days. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.